welcome to Lincoln. We're a city smack dab in the middle of the country. We're a city that's home to Nebraska's state government, the University of Nebraska, and a host of thriving businesses. We're a city that's loaded with things to do, places to go, and friendly people to meet. This podcast, simply called Lincoln, is designed to help you get to know the people of Lincoln, what makes them tick, and why they're excited to live here. Each episode will feature another of our residents just talking about who they are, what they do, and how they got here. I'm Randy Bretz, and joining me for these conversations is Marilyn Moore. Years ago, Marilyn moved here to go to college and anticipated an exciting life somewhere out there. But she never left Lincoln. She's been in the classroom and served in leaderships in our public schools and one of the colleges here. I moved here with my family for a job at the university and to further my education. We thought we'd be here for two or three years, and that was 40 years ago. The people of Lincoln make this community special. We want you to get to know them. We hope you'll enjoy listening to these conversations as much as we have putting them together. And now, let's meet someone who makes Lincoln their home. I'll just say that our guest today is Alice Dittman. And Alice is um, just a, a shining example of the kind of people that Lincoln uh, has and enjoys. And uh, Marilyn, I'm, I'm going to let you say a few words about Alice. Well, what I would say about Alice is that Alice is the Alice is the first woman to fill in the blank for so many positions in Lincoln, and she has been. I'm. Um, uh, a model, a mentor, um, a, an aspirational figure for so many women leaders in the community. Um, I, I think we we admire and we look up to and we want to be like Alice when we grow up. And it's, so have we embarrassed you yet, Alice? <laughs> well, yes, you have. <laughs> but it's true. It is true. I I think it's it's just so significant that Alice Dittman lives in our community mm-hmm. and that um, she has. She has touched so many aspects of this community and made this community better because of uh, because of her own leadership and because of her willingness to engage in important efforts and um, and and step forward and say this is important let's let's join hands and get this work done <laughs> and it it makes an extraordinary difference in the community. Alice, well, now you know when you hear something from Marilyn Moore. Uh, she has a school named after her, and <laughs> I don't have any kind of building named after me. <laughs> not even so, the bank. <laughs> no, but, no. You, but your your Definitely banks not. carry your touch, Alice. Cornhusker Bank. We got to get in. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, yes, we do. So, yes, we Alice, do. Uh, let's start with uh, a, a simple question. Just tell us your Lincoln story. I know you were born here and raised well, here. The significance of that, and I'm, I've always been kind of proud of it, uh, is that. I was I was born in Lincoln, 10 one 1930, start mm. of the recession. 30s are very, very difficult times for citizens across our whole country. Uh, but certainly agriculture uh, in Nebraska and uh, having the average... I was born at uh, what was then Lincoln General Hospital mm-hmm. uh, on October 1st. 1930, but the significance of the the date, uh, my parents 
and my older brother, eight years older than I, lived in Havelock. And uh, uh, Havelock happened to be incorporated into Lincoln on 10-130. So I've always kind of taken pride in that. And uh, my father was in a bank in Havelock at that time. And then later with the Lincoln Joint Stock and Land Bank in the Barclay family downtown, not far from here, mm -hmm. over on 12th Street, I believe. I remember Mr. Barclay. Uh, I mean, he gave me a nickel once to go down and, and buy an ice cream cone when <laughs> I never picking up uh, my dad. And I've had, well, I mean, that was a nice opportunity for me because, well, I knew I was supposed to be on my best behavior. And that applied to some other relatives in my family too. Uh, but Lincoln has a heritage of uh, family commitment to Lincoln. And I've been very interested. You know, I mean, the Woods family have gone generation to generation. Mm -hmm. And um, well, one thing, um, I mean, I guess you, you all know, I mean, I am chairman emeritus of Cornhusker Bank, which the charter originated in the village of Davie, which is 12 miles north of O Street in 1903. And the Woods family uh, had the um, uh, courage, and I'm sure the uh, strength, uh, to promote the uh, cooperation and merging of various uh, telephone companies in around Lincoln and later mm -hmm. across Nebraska and their influence in Chicago, of course, is very substantial. Um, I, um, I am sad a little bit to see the closing of the uh, Woods Museum, which has been operated in very modest surroundings at 21st and, um, uh, let's see, uh, it'll be about in. Mm -hmm. It's only open on Sunday afternoons, but boy, they sure have had a dedicated group of volunteers that have uh, worked hard on that. And, uh, well, but you're touching on something that, that I'd like to pursue a little bit, and that mm -hmm. is the, the commitment that people make to the city. Now, you are a, a great example of that because of your, your family involvement in the bank and everything that the, that you've done. But, and, and then the Woods uh, family, mm -hmm. uh, the telephone company, and, and they continue to impact the city. Oh, definitely. And uh, what are some of the other families that you're aware of in your generation and following uh, that have uh, dedicated so much to the city? I... Uh... Rhonda Seacrest has done so much mm. uh, in recent times. And last night, uh, well, I was kind of embarrassed, but I'd been out to Waiuka Cemetery, which is a, you know, a, really a blessing to our city mm -hmm. in so many ways. And I had gone home, put on a pair of blue jeans, thinking I'd come back and, and change before I went to the Willard um, actual dedication. Uh, last night, which is the 24th of May. But um, anyhow, I washed my hands, and I'm so impressed with the new building <clears throat> that 
has been, become a community center. It has a, a city park, which is beautiful. Oh, it is. And it, uh, they have a child care facility, which is so greatly needed. And, uh, and our mayor came and gave one more talk. He always is so good about accepting invitations and his wife equally so. Uh, it makes you just proud of Lincoln. And uh, they did uh, tell a story, um, you know, about, um, I mean, one of the officers that promoted this and raised the funds to make it happen, a new addition, in addition to rehabbing the old road school. Um, this chairman stopped her and said, yeah, I come past this old building uh, so often, but um, what do they do? What do you, what happens here? And, uh, and the, the board member told him and, uh, and the things they were hoping for and probably did mention that the funding was coming from volunteers, people. And the gentleman seemed interested in that and he asked her if she'd wait a little bit. And uh, I mean, but before he left, he said, I wanted to give you some uh, money. Mm -hmm. And he uh, reached in his pocket, pulled out a whole handful of bills, which happened to be $800. Oh my. And a little bit more. Pocket change. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but he went to his car and he brought in another bunch of bills, and that was about another 400. Now, isn't that something you're proud of, to live in a city that has made an improvement and all the houses, the new houses, I drove around after I left because I hadn't been out West A Street mm -hmm. for quite some time in Folsom. And the name Folsom is an old time Lincoln name and you can be proud of. You know, I mean, the family's still, some of them still are living here. But um, an anonymous gift did not want his name used. And um, that was a joy. You know, it just inspires you. And that was just this week. No, well, the, the open house the was, open this house week, was this week. But the funding from this gentleman, the 800 plus and 400 uh -huh. plus, um, was a number of months ago. Oh, okay. And they were still trying to complete the uh, uh, total needed contribution. But, but in, in all the years that you've lived in this city, I'm sure you've seen this happen hundreds and hundreds of times, haven't you? Can I tell you one about, I'm kind of proud of, about our bank. Uh, this is when we were our old headquarters at 11th and Cornhusker. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a widow uh, who did not want to be recognized. And uh, so, but had a gift that they wanted. Her husband had passed away. And she wanted, uh, well, I mean, she liked to participate in it, but did not want to be recognized, not that she was that well known. Her husband had worked for the post office for many, many years. And, uh, and anyhow, uh, our staff put something together and, and contacted the mayor and, uh, uh, and then one of the officers in the, um, side of the wall with windows, sat at the desk, and this lady making the donation 
sat on the other side of the desk. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyhow, we had the usual things that you do. When Lincoln is proud of something, and this lady could listen in and hear the applause, and that is one way that we have a $300,000 investment from that small input that, I mean, that the bank did making it happen, but it's a joyful thing. And our whole staff is proud of the, um, the small things in customer service or, or maybe day without shoes, you know, that what they had, uh, let's see, I think it's about 160,000 pairs of shoes from people living in Lincoln. And one interesting thing that I didn't know, but you can even donate, uh, you know, like old tennis shoes, they're somewhat be beaten up because they sell those uh, to uh, uh, people's community foundation by the by the hundred weight, you know. Mm -hmm. And actually, uh, the shoes are given away. I'm also very proud uh, that high schools, different high schools, have come in and and uh, tied up the shoes so that. They stay together and or wrap them mm -hmm. and uh, sorted them by size. And uh, it's a wonderful experience so when, to go out there. The bank, uh, I think, as Our I recall. The bank just kind of started. We have, I think they have over 100 um, organizations now that contribute to it. And they do the work um, primarily of picking up uh, that when the bins get full, and they do, uh -huh. I mean, they have great big barrels. Uh, but it's a great thing for Lincoln. And, well, I wondered if the uh, bank staff was going to continue uh, walking because they used to walk from 11th and Cornish mm -hmm. out to the People's City Mission, you know, which is a, that's a almost hike. two miles. Yeah, that's a hike. Yeah, and, uh, but uh, guess what? I mean, People's City Mission as a location close to our new bank headquarters at 84th and O. So they continued the walk. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, it makes you feel good. <laughs> uh, as you, you mentioned when we were talking uh, talking earlier this morning that there were a number of a number of roles that you've had where you were the first woman to hold that. Would you tell us what those were? I, somewhere in your profession, I know. I am. I, uh, Gee, I don't have my notes with me, but, but you I'm, I'm, I'm proud of uh, some of these, especially because when I became a chief volunteer, for one of a better term, there have always been women that have had that opportunity uh, a year or so later. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, probably being in banking for well over 60 years, um, I've had the opportunity to see a lot of businesses come and go, and believe it or not, sometimes the best thing uh, a banker can say is no. Uh -huh. You don't want to have somebody hurt their credit by borrowing when they can't um, see their way clear 
to the repayment without taking too big a risk. There's always risk in new businesses. I mean, you know, uh, well, it's, um, I had the opportunity uh, given to me by Ken Ward, uh, who was with our bank, he had just retired recently, but he was really involved with the electric company and so many other things, uh, good things in Lincoln. Uh, but he signed me up to give a talk to a banking group. And I said, Ken, I can't do that. I've been away from Lincoln for 60 years. I don't know what he says. You can do it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, well, anyhow, um, I did do it, and I worked hard on, on having a good message to the banking group. I, I think it was out in New York or mm -hmm. somewhere. But it set a challenge for me. And uh, probably haven't, I've tried not to say no again, but I do think this past week I, I finished my uh, my last uh, volunteer uh, conversation with the Seniors Foundation here in Lincoln. And it was at the country <coughs> club, and they had 185 people there. And being 87 myself, I only ended up saying yes because I thought it was good for those that were not yet in their 80s mm -hmm. uh, to see maybe you can still do things if you prepare. And uh, obviously my voice isn't as good as it used to be because I had a new jawbone a couple of years ago as um, impaired my speaking ability somewhat, but I still have a good time. Well, I think that's friends. important. I know it is. <laughs> I, it's the best asset next uh, to your family that you can have. So you've been president of the bank. Oh, yeah. And you've uh, volunteered with a number of organizations. Yes. Uh, tell us some of the organizations you've you've worked with. Well, there's the Seniors a, Foundation you mentioned. There's one I won't tell you the name of because... I didn't like the information I was getting as a board member. And um, I came in one more time, didn't have the information that I thought was important. And the professional running that organization uh, said, well, would you, what would you like to do? And I said, well, I'd like to look at the books. And he said, well, we can arrange that. When would you like to do it? And I said, now would be fine. Mm -hmm. And I went downstairs, and uh, the lady that was working there was very nervous. And, I mean, it did end up that there had been an embezzlement. Oh, gosh. And uh, that's hard to take. Um, you know, yeah, really well known. That's a lot of years ago. Uh, and by and large, our... Uh, Philanthropic organizations are above reproach. And uh, in, in those organizations, uh, incidentally, I did count uh, the pages in the yellow pages sometime back. And uh, I mean, when I made a, uh, a gift of some size, there were 19 pages of helpful things for people in need. And uh, by the time I got 
my gift, um, you know, my integrity loan fund, which has a different purpose than some of the other uh, philanthropies, but there were 23 pages, and I don't know if the ads were just bigger, uh, but remember, there is help out there. Mm-hmm. And I have an appointment this afternoon with a lady that needs some help and something that I can at least give her some ideas of where to go. Would you uh, uh, tell us a little bit about the Integrity Fund? Okay. You mentioned um, that. Well, <laughs> this sounds funny, but uh, on the installment plan, I, I, I contributed over a three-year period uh, a million dollars. Um, and, uh, and we set up a loan fund. It was sponsored by the uh, Community Development Organization mm-hmm. and the Hornisker Bank had given me as a retirement gift uh, free servicing on 100 loans. Well, that's a size of a gift. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're self-servicing them. Uh, but the program involves <clears throat> some unusual thing. It isn't a gift. There are many, many people that would like a grant much more than something that has to be paid back. But part of what I wanted to accomplish was a loan program that didn't take collateral, but that did expect repayment plus interest mm-hmm. at a very reasonable rate. Loans could be from, say, 2000 to 5000 Um I mean, that's a, a very expensive loan to service because you have 12 payments a year. And the Federal Reserve, when they used to send out costs, average costs for a bank, banks across the country, said it costs $7 per payment. Well, you take 7 times 12, you know, and you've got $84. Mm-hmm. And at, you know, 4.5 or 5%, and uh, that doesn't go very far. But the reason is we also uh, belong to the credit bureau, and that information is shared with them because if they borrow up to 5000 pay it back timely, they can do one more loan with us um, in the Integrity Loan Fund, but they have to... Um, they have to pay it back, but they enhance their credit. Mm-hmm. Then they can go anywhere, most generally. Can, it can seems you... to me, Alice, your your purpose in doing that was to provide a loan to somebody who wanted to start a small business and really didn't have access to money in another way. So somebody that wanted to set up a cleaning service, for example, or a lawn That's service. And, and mm-hmm. I, I'm just curious how you developed kind of the insight to know that that was necessary and the heart to say, I I wanted I want to take a risk on this person and get them started. Well, yes. Um, <laughs> banks do not just loan to people that don't have any money. Mm-hmm. They loan to people and they do have to take uh, some some business education. Yes. I mean, and you teach they them, don't you? Yeah. Well, I've I've done in times that's one of the things I can't do. That's 
a little bit of a disappointment because I do think the stories that I have witnessed, you know, are important. Uh, but if uh, the gift, as it was, was a tax deductible, um, I mean, I can't remember what percent you got back in mm-hmm. uh, taxes, but I'm not sure I'd go that way again. I think I'd rather, I mean, well, I do quite a few gifts, but it's, I do think the integrity part of it is so important. And uh, that I think I can get uh, some real joy. I have great deal of pleasure. I mean, helping people set up a camp in the summer for maybe kids that mm-hmm. uh, don't have occupations in the summer. Uh, I talked to a, a young boy day before yesterday that uh, was with his adopted mother. Uh, and But he's going out and uh, uh, doing the detasseling. That's, that's uh, hard that work. is strenuous. That is hard job. work. That is very hard. A couple of my grandkids have done that. I don't remember if my boys did or not. But um, that those early jobs teach you not only what you want to do, but what you might have to do if you don't get uh, the education and the desire to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are many pluses with our welfare uh opportunities but uh it should not go on generation to generation or it's very damaging can be some families can adapt better than others and um i uh, i applaud all the community service says that we have you know that make that confidence grow uh, without necessarily divulging a name of a person could you tell us uh, one or two examples of loans that you've given and and a result maybe a year or two or five five years down the road? Well, I mean, we're well, well past 100 loans, and uh, part of those are repeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think uh, we've had one person that passed away, and uh, I mean, that... Uh, is a, a complete loss, of yeah. course. But um, I was sad about that one. I mean, uh, a lady who started a bookkeeping service in Lincoln, moved here from western part of the state. And, uh, but, I mean, in banking, you can't win them all. Uh, if I may say one thing about banking in a positive way, people ordinarily do not realize what a small profit margin there is in banking. And when times are good, you know, you may have uh, a quarter of 1% loan losses. Mm-hmm. But in this recent period, I mean, the loan losses were 1, 2, 3%. I mean, if you, there were four, four quarters in 1%. I mean, that's that 12 up. times what it should be. Mm-hmm and what you can sustain. And probably the uh, the worst offenders were in charge card uh, mm-hmm. losses mm-hmm. because there, there, there really isn't the same collateral. And 
I was pleased that uh, my, my youngest son, not the banker, uh, but the farmer, he got turned down when he got out of college for a $300 uh, charge card. <laughs> and uh, I thought, man, that's the best education he can get. And to this day, uh, well, last night, we were sitting on the bumper of my van uh, talking about, um, you know, things you talk about when you go to Waiuka to put out flowers for Memorial Day. But uh, he he watches his expenditures and still does, and I'm, I'm very proud of that. He does have the Hub Cafe, and that's a success story. He did not borrow from my loan fund. But um, there is that involved, and Lincoln has been wonderful about supporting that new business called The Hub for mm -hmm. the trails. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. something I'm extremely proud of, too. The trails, we have over 130 miles of trails in and around Lincoln, and uh, where I was last night, around the Willard School. Uh, community center. I'm just amazed at how much that has grown, how well cared for the lawns were, you know, the sense of pride uh, in the community. And I do think Lincoln, in its, its history of all the time I've known, we are by and large house proud. We have really no slums in Lincoln compared to, well, so many places in the world that I've had an opportunity to see. I judge uh, foreign countries uh, by the size of their waste receptacles. Mm. I mean, the United States, well, I love the recycling now of the cardboard. You know, it's made a big difference already. Second month on the job. Oh, yeah. People mm -hmm. that cooperate in that and that give it a chance. Um, it it really makes a huge difference in the landfills. You made a comment I would go back and pick up on. You said that Lincoln is house proud. I moved here from a much larger city years ago, and that city was plagued with what I would call slum areas. I got to Lincoln, and people would point out the, the slums in Lincoln, and I thought, well, this would have been a nice neighborhood where I came from. I'm proud to show up, but, you know, uh, they're, they're modest, more modest, but that is good. Mm -hmm. You need starter homes. And uh, we're fortunate, and speaking from my banking perspective, we've had the opportunity to get people started. And I, I'm not going to use names, but in buying up some homes, but they care for them. Mm -hmm. And they know that, well, I mean, I used to always drive by a property uh, two or three times a week, a different one, but making use of my time and seeing how things are taken care of. Uh, and the ones that are taken care of are the people that get ahead. Uh, if they have to use their old push mower, I remember when I was maybe in junior high, well, uh, during World War II. Mm -hmm. My brother was in the service, Air Force, stationed in Italy. So I got a dollar and a quarter 
for mowing the lawn. <laughs> and it was a pretty good time. Uh, lawn, but the push mower. It doesn't hurt you at all. Yeah. And I, I'm having a little difficulty thinking about having to go uh, for exercise when there's plenty of exercise around your home. And uh, a lady that I'm hoping I can uh, help some, uh, her son was out in the yard um, shooting baskets uh, while we had a little business talk. And, uh, uh, but he's going to make money trimming the hedge and uh, all those cost and reward things that you can do are so mm-hmm. important. I've always told my kids when they were growing up, save small so you can spend larger later. In other words, if you can, one of of my rewards, personally, I was at a banking meeting, and I have given quite a few talks over the years, but this fellow came up to me uh, at at the meeting. He said, uh, uh, you gave a talk to my college class years ago, and one of the things you said was, if you possibly can, pay cash for that first talk. And he said, I just wanted you to know that I I did that and I've been doing it ever since. He's probably late 30s now. Mm-hmm. And and he said, uh, that was good advice. Doesn't that make you feel <laughs> yes, good? Yes, it does, Alice. You know, uh, it, it's that the other things that you get a look in on by working in banking, if you're the right kind of banker, I mean, you have that secondary benefit. You know, you get a paycheck, but but you get that bonus of thinking maybe I have made a difference to somebody else that, you know, could have been easier to say no. You've done that thousands of times across the country, I'm sure. I'm sure. Alice, you've, you've talked about things about this community that you really like and appreciate. Um, you appreciate the trails. Um, you appreciate the the neighborhoods. You appreciate the families. Even that, the cemetery. Even the cemetery, yeah. especially the cemetery, oh, is beautiful. Yeah. You appreciate the families that have made longtime investment in this community. Um, you appreciate the the kind of the growing diversity of the community. Um, is there is there something you 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 think would make Lincoln even better? Well. Uh, before I forget my thought about what you're saying, mm-hmm. is there's a lady that is probably new to most people in Lincoln. I met her through my son, Doug, um, a farmer one. And uh, she invited us, she invited him and included me in a trip to her uh, hometown of Central City, Nebraska. Well, my husband, Mark, and I had started a new bank in Central City and kept up the interest, but uh, she lives in a rather modest house in Central City, north of the tracks. Railroad goes through Central City, uh, but in the African wing of her house in Central City. she Her name is Natalie Hahn, and I'm very proud to know her because uh, she worked 41 years in Africa. And um, she had all the right motivation. I 
I do happen to know that she has a very good address in her apartment in New York City. But she gets back every so often, and I've seen her at the Hub restaurant. But she also has established with maybe some of the things, or most of the things, that she brought back from Africa, a new museum at about um, 20th and Q Street. And it has a parking lot on the side. And it's interesting. I got to attend a, um, a youth choir group, dance choir, kids from Africa. They had the opportunity to go across the United States and singing and seeing what the culture is we have here. And, uh, and it was well attended, small. I mean, not maybe there were 35, 40 people there uh, from the community, but I think there were, uh, I think there were 19 uh, young people that participated, uh, half boys and half girls. Uh, there was one more girl than that, number 19. <laughs> Uh, boy. Let's get the numbers right. You are yeah. a numbers person. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, nobody calls me the count, but uh, there's a kids program on morning TV that has a count, and he counts things. I do uh -huh. that. I count the streetlights coming down here. Uh, and I only had six red ones, but the other day I had 11 red ones, and uh, that does not promote being on time. No, it doesn't. And uh, but we do a wonderful job, too. And they've just redone the O Street. Mm -hmm. And that is a wonderful thing. Now, really, repeat again. You asked me, are there some things you could do better? I know. I asked if there's better? something that Lincoln could do better. Lincoln, what, would, what would make Lincoln an even better place yes. to live? Yes. And I am fortunate in having uh, a number of friends in Lincoln. And uh, Marla Marks was one of them that had Birkenstock Shoes as their number two venture in Lincoln many, many years ago. And then uh, Dorothy Appleby, who everybody knows from her experience playing the organ and piano for so many things, donating her time. And I happened to have lunch with them after our Lincoln High, um, a week or so after reunion. And everybody's getting older, but a um, couple of things that overlap a little bit. But uh, and this is probably from Dorothy and probably from Marla. Uh, in the annual Peterson, I mean, she was. Uh, I've done there. A bank does it. I mean, with volunteers, that is a good deal. Um, Teresa Elliott, the lady that I worked with at the bank. Um, she came out and brought me cold water because <laughs> she thought I was getting a little bit too old to do that. Uh, but our school leadership, I really do feel, is is wonderful and uh, serves us so well. And you would know far more than I. So a painathon continuing, but it's dependent upon volunteers and wear your old jeans, uh, you know, but. Success in Lincoln. Think about the accomplishments. And I mean, to me, just a very few years of huddle. I mean, HUDL, uh, Haymarket, and look what they built. 
Isn't it amazing? Uh, they become international, and they are very, very special. Um, I'm sure they do some things differently. You know, I did some things differently as a, a woman bank president after my husband passed away in 1975, and I had three kids. I guess, you know, I've been a single mom, and uh, I mean, it gives you, I mean, I could come home, get dinner on the table, and go to a, another dinner meeting, you know, for my my kids, and they were very supportive. I remember Doug uh, looking down at the plate one night, and he said, well, Mom, not too bad. Uh, <laughs> only two out of three burned. Of course, the third one's a lettuce. He's always had a good sense of humor, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind my sharing And that. now he owns a restaurant, so yeah. he has a chance to, well, to, to follow up on that. And it was not something he intended to do, but... But he is enjoying it and uh, lives on the farm and, and the yeah. commitment to both organizations. He's an organic farmer, isn't yes, he? Yes, he is uh, an organic yeah. farmer. And so you're having trouble coming up with something that needs, needs improvement. improvement in well, we need more of uh, uh, everything. You can always use more volunteers. Look at the staffing by volunteers at Bryan Hospital, mm -hmm. you uh -huh. know, and... Uh, uh, that I think I'm a, I'm proud of my grandkids for uh, taking that on, and it all depends on what you the input parents give and making that opportunity seem worthwhile to them. Um, I'm one thing that Dorothy or Marla mentioned is Lincoln overrun with eating establishments. I mean, I want coming uh, to your nice facility here, I came past one side, you know, and the, uh, the minimum wage is not far above that on a sign within this block. Um, but how do kids get a start, you know, if they aren't given the opportunity? They do not always do things right the first time. And occasionally, uh, <laughs> the cord on the... Uh, uh, head trimmer can get nicked, uh, mm -hmm. speaking from experience. <laughs> you know, but um, you you want them to have those opportunities, and if they don't get it at home, they have to get it in the workplace. So I'm sure, you know, that that is sometimes parents maybe are too involved and don't share the opportunities that learning to work and work hard and conscientiously uh, is so important. Uh, one example, uh, this is from Marla or Dorothy, but about a young man with dog crazy, volunteered to walk dogs and care for them at the Humane Society. Now there's a nice, you know, treat. You know, you think about the time they even have opportunities, I think, uh, at some of the healthcare facilities for women who are having, I mean, they have to get some rest. Because as we all know, the first few weeks with a new baby is, is tiring. So even sitting in a rocking chair and uh, mm -hmm. caring, caring for an infant or doing it for a neighbor can be a wonderful thing to do. 
Um, think about the accomplishments, you know, of Bill Smith, who's Lincoln High, uh, a year ahead of me. He's passed away now, but Speedway Motors has been an amazing investor, reinvesting uh, in, uh, in Lincoln. The need for housing, um, if you drive around Lincoln, you just don't see on all the main, main streets, but you're going to see a lot of new housing, similar relatively modest. And there's a new application for uh, metal train um, containers. Containers. Yeah, yeah. shipping containers. That yeah. It's innovative, and it sounds like it might be looked on favorably. Um, and uh, I mean, I don't know the answer to all that, but if you put your heads together, you know, at the bank, we used to always have a meeting of, uh, well, in the early days, our top three officers, but we threw out an idea of wanting to do something, and the other two contributed to making it a little bit better, tweaking it. Mm -hmm. You can do it. And um, Anyhow, so I'm, I'm hearing you say that we have too many restaurants. No, I, I didn't. That was a suggestion. That was somebody else said, but but <laughs> yeah. I'm not hearing. Uh, I, I hear Alice say we need more volunteers. We, we okay. need more volunteers. That's one thing, that, that's one thing that, sure. that this community, any community can benefit from is more volunteers. And uh, we, need, we need a few more outstanding examples like you. Oh, I know about that. Without a doubt. You've Thank got them all over the place. <laughs> Well, thank you very, very much for your time. Uh, and uh, uh, do you have a, a, a quote or famous, a favorite quote or something you'd like to close with? Well, yeah, I guess I might. Uh, uh -huh. You know, some people used to say, take it easy. And I would say, no, work harder. You know, and uh, that produces wonderful results, most generally. Sometimes you don't feel like your work may be rewarded. Properly, but if you use it right, I always told young people that work part time in our bank, going to school and college, mm -hmm. uh, think of yourself uh, in this job, not just for a paycheck, but think about it uh, as learning and even offering suggestions in your place of work for how things can be done better. Uh, our banker's son, John, got the biggest award. And that they had given by making a suggestion when he worked for a bank in Omaha. Uh, I mean, it was seven hundred dollars, but that was a lot of money then. Mm -hmm. And and the success it makes you feel, hey, they're going to actually do my suggestion in business. That's a tip for managers. Give and them the, opportunity. And, and that's a that's a really powerful way to recognize um, good work and good ideas. Mm -hmm. Thank you very, very oh, thank much. thank you. Thanks, Alice. Appreciate the opportunity. Lovely living in Lincoln. Well, thanks for listening in as we talk to someone who helps make Lincoln special. If you live here, drop us a note and let us know what you think about Lincoln. If you've moved away, well, we'd love to welcome you back. And if you've only heard about or visited Lincoln, we just know you'd love it here. Join us again and catch someone from Lincoln talking about why they love Lincoln why you should too.